So this afternoon I'd like to uh, move towards or include something interactive, <coughs> lightly interactive. Um, and uh, this is because of the relational experience of I am. You know, and uh, you know, I am arising in relationship to what I am not. And how that's formed, and that course can change. You know, the I am's change depending upon what the context, uh, what the other thing is, whether it's just a thing, whether it's an animal, whether it's a person you don't know, it's a person you do know, and so on and so on and so on. So basically, you know, from this fundamental model, it's the, the me bit and the other bit. And uh, this is, you know, our common experience. Perhaps it's stripped down to that level of language. It may seem take a little bit of while to to get it. Yeah, of course, that's always the case. Even among my own, there's always what the space, the walls, uh, me and my memories, uh, yeah, me and the thoughts that are bothering me. Yeah, and so I'm saying really relationship is the key because you know we're always in it and that uh, we can find that the objects that we're with we enjoy we want more of or we don't like or we're confronted by or we're hooked on and we go to the object and what I'm suggesting is the relationship <coughs> you know, not what the object you know, just the relationship to that <coughs> what an object signifies and what it activates in us and so why I'm suggesting something lightly interactive is because one of the most significant others is other people right. and learning how to <coughs> moderate attention so for example just a very you know recent example I'm entering the hall to receive alms food so my training my frame of reference is one enters quietly one enters modestly that is you're not demanding you enter seeing where there's a willingness or a wish to offer food so you don't thrust yourself you see where there's a willingness to offer food so you're aware of that so you're aware of that signal from the other then approaching recognising an indication to receive food bring your attention onto the bowl this is the training to be done one attends carefully to the bowl so you're holding the bowl and what by that what you're not doing is, is going well oh look <laughs> there's some onions oh there's chutney I like could you put that on that no you don't do that you just hold the bowl because what you're doing is receiving what is offered and it's up to the other to offer <laughs> not up to you to pick yeah? 
So that's that's the training. So it means sometimes people con- feel confused. Go, what do you want? <laughs> and after, you know, after with some attention, you don't really because whatever you're going to get, yeah, that's going to change and pass, and tomorrow's another day. Doesn't really matter. <coughs> most important generate this create this situation of openness and generosity and willingness and people feel they can offer what they want to offer and that's fine and it's all appreciated that's the most important thing (coughs) and people give your attention to the bowl holding the bowl and you might just recognize how much is in there so you think well that's enough you know or the person's no longer willing that's enough (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they put two spoons in there hanging back okay because <laughs> you don't know you know if you're out in rural area maybe they've got to feed their kids as well so you don't want to take more than they want to offer so you're always tuned into that sense yeah so then that's see it's not <coughs> attention is quite finely tuned but it's where it's directed to so what was not going into the details of the food even the person who she is or he is but just the fact that whoever she or he is whether they're you know you don't know you know they can be any kind of disposition they're doing that particular thing they're in their offering mode you know I honour that whether you're defiled corrupted wacky whatever (laughs) I honour that (laughs) it doesn't matter so it gives a kind of nice free space, you see, for a sense of self and other to be held at a very primary level because one of the basic experiences of, you know, we have as human beings is we cannot, we have to have, the other has to feed us, whether it's coming from a cow or a, the earth or whatever, you know, it's got to, we can't generate food on our own. So that sense of, I have to be open. And certainly, you know, in lay life, this is not known or understood or, or, or cultivated. And, yeah, you know, I get what I want. Well, that's, yeah, there's gains and losses in that, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, you get what you want, but then what do you want? <laughs> have to choose and pick <laughs> they want something different <laughs> they say something else don't like them. Then, you, then that piece of attention get that process gets more heightened you heighten the discrimination of what you want rather than what you receive so, you see what I mean so yeah once you go into what you want and then you can refine it but if you don't go into what you want but into they're willing to offer, then you refine that. You know, is there, is there willingness? Uh, are they comfortable? You know, is my presence modest? Holding the bowl gratefully mm-hmm. with, with appreciation, giving appreciation. That's the detail. Mm-hmm. And the rest of it just f- fades out. And so and I barely notice, really, in some ways, the details of what it is. It's just. But you know, getting what you want is is very tricky business, if you ask me. <laughs> what do you want? 
What do you want? <laughs> Happy, comfortable, you know. And where's that? <laughs> and my sense is that what's what I want as I want to feel comfortable and agreeable and in a pleasant, free, <coughs> warm relationship with other people. The rest of it. I want to also sense that I'm not demanding or pushing in or resisting. I want to feel peaceful in myself. That's what I want. And that perhaps is more useful register. And so there's this sense of receptivity and recognizing that in terms of your prime your awareness, your chitta, your awareness always experiences self and other. <coughs> the other could be silence or space, it could be a refined other but it experiences that yeah? in terms of stuff that's happening so you may be experiencing thoughts and resistance to thoughts and um, so something other than that which I determine is part of my experience is always part of my experience. Is what I determine, what I choose, what I select, what I want, you know, the bit, the me bit, and the something other. That's always the case. Now, you know, now, a person who's not trained, not cultivated, will act or tend towards the sense of, well, what I determine, what I want, what I choose, what I find favourable, I want that to be all there is. <laughs> Essentially, the other things will fit that. <laughs> yeah. Other things will fit what I determine, what I choose, what I want. They will fit that. And, there's, and so this, of course, is... Um, and if it doesn't, I feel frustrated. It's too slow, it's too fast, it's too this, it's too that. She's not this, he's like that. Why doesn't it be the way I want it to be? Uh, or I end up controlling everything or dominating everything to make everything really what I want it to be and this isn't just the individuals this is of course you know whole societies do that don't they you know, <laughs> decide and, or, or you know things to be the way I've determined it but actually in reality there's what I've determined what I've chosen, what I wish for, what I favour, my views, my opinions, my senses, and there's something other than that. And we do ourselves a disservice by just following what I determine, what I want, because there's something <coughs> other than that, that's part of your experience. And if you're not open to that, you're missing out on a chance for change and transformation and actually for information for learning 
we have to have that sense of being open to new influences which can be strange in order to transform and change and grow so we have to be with the other in order to you know, keep alive keep sane, keep healthy so the other is always part of our experience but it could be a part that we try to steamroll over if it's not going the way I want it to <laughs> correct? Now, of course, the other could be distinctly hostile, unpleasant, nasty, menacing. So, open to it? Well, wait a minute, let's rewrite the script. <laughs> At least acknowledge it, because if I don't acknowledge it, I might not know it for what it is. So, we have to be aware of the other without a prejudgment. In a sense, how am I with that? That's the kind of basic model. It's not that we should say, be open for everything, it's all wonderful, or just close down and get what you want. But there's this, and there's the other things that I have not determined, have not sought out, I'm uncertain about. How am I with that? How is that feeling? And the most accurate, although sometimes difficult to read, measure of, of, of feeling is going to be in your in body, strangely enough because you have two sets of interiors, body and the mind the eye, the visual eye does not have an interior because you, it, cannot, it cannot be the seen the experience of seeing but it does not experience being seen the body can touch and experience being touched the mind can project and experience others. Bodies do the same. Ears don't, eyes don't, tongues don't. So you have these two bases, body, mind. And they very much operate in sympathy, if we allow them to. But so often the mental base becomes so conditioned into the I am programs, into the, what I determine and choose and wish for and don't want, that we can't really trust it. We can be operating, most of us are operating upon some form of prejudice. I don't mean this in some really extreme case like racial prejudice. I mean just basically we tend to act before we've really checked it out. This is to prejudge something. Yeah? Because we've installed all kinds of programs, shortcut programs. This is what I do, this is who I am, uh, and it's shortcut. Check. So when you do retreat and you spend some time calming yourself, quieting yourself, you get a chance to check in. Yeah. And you start to also develop body because this starts to give you a sense of how am I, you know, in this space. Yeah. So I might first experience myself sitting and then sitting in a space and after a while, okay, that's okay. 
and then other human beings around me really yeah not just as an idea <laughs> perception even you can feel it in your body now it would be different if there was no one else in the room yeah. and then various other things are going to happen men, women, big people, small people and so forth yeah. expressions <clears throat> so our, to really experience say the relational realm which is going to be bodily and mental because the eyes, the ears cannot do that they don't have an interior they can't do relationship they can only go one way we have to recognise that we want the other to be able to both we want to be able to receive it fine and also to put better stuff out into it fine so it's not entirely just about you know being passive and receptive but we have to be able to feel we can put our stuff out into that in a way we feel good about not just blind, impulsive but put it out and that's okay yeah, it can be like you know when people put food into my bowl I don't have to eat it I don't have to like it I just receive it <laughs> and then I go back and I can eat what I've enough that's enough you know? And my experience generally of dhanas is, you know, if I ate it all, I'll be dead by now. Just because <laughs> the generosity is overwhelming. So no way I can eat it all, but I can accept the presence of it and the spirit of it with a great heart. You know. This is all I can do, sorry. Only this big, you know. <laughs> so, you know, that sense of being able to both experience the other and also to put out into the other. And both of those are have, you know, um, condition features to them. Are you are you worthy? Do you feel you have to prove something? Do you feel you should try to be something to the other as a basic standard? That you've got to come up with something in the presence of the other, particularly other people, of course. Is that the basic reflex? That you should be something, come up with something, do something, or not be something. Disappear, be small, shut up. (laughs) To be acceptable. Now those are the kind of reflexes that occur. Some sense of uncertainties around that. And then what can you put out? Do you put out what you think the other person (coughs) wants or would like? Or do you put out... um, you don't care what they think they're going to get it anyway (laughs) so neither of those seem quite correct do they so some sense of you know moderating both moderating receptivity thank you that's enough that's about right thank you enough not aversion just that's where I feel comfortable, I maintain, I feel my presence is there, don't feel I've lost it, I'm comfortable with that, and then let's put that out. Is that about right? Do you, do you get it? Fair enough? Tell me. So, so respecting this space. And there's a certain um, kind of almost entrenched 
views that, that block that process I guess I've mentioned obligation that is you've got to come up with something in order to be here you owe everybody else something in order to exist be around so start getting your mind gets busy buzzy nervous you're not being enough now you're not doing enough you know, mm-hmm. you're not something enough but you don't know quite what it is uh, another one is um, which can occur for people is <coughs> entitlement it's my right it's my right and this is very much where the in the movement out is unmoderated it's my right to say what I want it's my right where did that one come from (laughs) where do these things arise from and uh, you know you you run those as global messages. Does so? What right does a beetle have? What right does an elm tree have? What right does a you know? Do you want to have make rights some universal thing? It's going to be difficult, isn't it? If we just work on rights, everything it says. Well, I got a right to be here. I got a right to eat your foot. Says the crocodile. <laughs> That's what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> it's my right. Crocodiles do that. What's your problem? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and yet we give them a hard time. Because it's my right to shoot crocodiles, nasty, scaly things, but I don't want them to eat meat. And somebody has read this thing where a hundred million sharks we kill a hundred million sharks every year because it's our right so we can eat their make soup out of their fins so I think uh, last year four people got eaten by sharks bloodthirsty savage creatures (laughs) hundred million to four I think one year there was one person who got bit by a shark, killed by a shark. And they say, you know, bloodthirsty shark. Well, actually, this person said, well, you've got as much likelihood as being killed by a coconut falling on your head <laughs> as a shark. You think of sh- coconuts being bloodthirsty? <laughs> <laughs> bloodthirsty coconuts? <laughs> or is it just that's what coconuts fall off trees? <laughs> you splash around in the water sharks think you're a fish (laughs) but you as a human being have a little more savvy than that you can tell oh that's that that's a sentient creature I don't need to do that so it's not rights my right to what's my responsibility to the other perhaps that's better respecting its nature responsibility how can I respond in a way that's in line with you know maintaining our respect 
you know, I'm quite happy for sharks to exist. I don't want them in my bathtub, that's all. (laughs) (laughs) So rights, um, independence is another one. The independent person. What's an independent person? Person who doesn't need food, air, sunshine, water. <laughs> What's an independent person? <laughs> and you get that line, don't you? You should look after yourself. You expect other people. We all expect other people. Otherwise, we wouldn't be survive, would we? If somebody didn't give us birth, look after us, bring us up. Somebody wasn't cultivating food that we could buy. Nobody's independent. How do you respect that? So there's a sense in which, you know, the wrong tendency in all of these programs is to create a very confused line between self and other. A line that's marked with disrespect or fear, mistrust, pride, you know, all kinds of things. And so, look, you know, what we don't want is this line. You know, if there's going to be a line, I'd like that to be a line that we both agree upon as proper, comfortable, okay. I don't want to be marked with fear, you know, superiority and stuff like that. Because that's going to affect everything. So this is the... the so then within that boundary you know, you can, an I am can arise that is actually appropriate rather than dysfunctional or cancerous and you recognise it's just that it's just the arising of a particular organisational system which is good for you know, knowing which sock to put on which foot and you know, whose shoes those are and stuff like that, but it's not something to make a big deal out of. You don't really expect that to be the treasure. The treasure is going to be something much more complete than that, which we can, with practice, begin to access that subjectivity which is aware of it all. When I say it all, I mean all that within the range, you know, of self, of other, the term determined, the undetermined, the uncertain, the wholesome, the unwholesome, you know, the favoured, the unfavoured, aware of it, and then <coughs> what one acts upon, yeah, you have some say over. From clarity, from wisdom, from ethical integrity, from compassion, you know. Okay, those ones. So, this is the kind of thing to cultivate. You know? That's curious because in this, um, clearly most of us get on in our lives, bumping up against each other and finding <coughs> friends and stuff, and uh, making our ways, so it's all right. Yeah. You're living in a city of millions of people, 
thousands of whom you'll pass every day yeah. and because of that essentially one has got conditioned into a certain you know internalness because you're with another that is not going to be in any really responsive relationship you just walk past them so you basically live here in this bubble and occasionally pop somebody else into it you get into that and that becomes the norm and it's a very uh, predominant norm and it's actually a norm that meditation doesn't always uh, deal with because we can get into a bubble of meditation you know in, in this here I am again and in this bubble my thoughts are going on dealing with my stuff I'm such this I'm never that why can't I be like this I try to be like that we get very much preoccupied in our bubble <laughs> and so coming out with what meditation can help us to realise is this very fundamental ground presence body awareness body signals and so on yeah. and what's there and what's it's uh, and, and what's difficult and what needs to be understood <coughs> so as I was mentioning earlier before we had the, the meal just being aware of other people's space and just to mention a kind of incident that uh, um, I was part of it was when I was at the retreat centre I was at the other year and this situation occurred with a few people going through the meal line and line up for the meal so people are streaming along slowly and then somebody's walking on they see this pass you know there's about I don't know two yards or something between them and the next person in front so they move up behind the person the person senses somebody moving up behind and they throw their arm out and bash the person <laughs> who's coming along <laughs> who then reels back in some sense of shock and like so whoa okay <laughs> stop <laughs> so then the managers have to see the person who's been bashed and uh, takes a few hours for this person to settle a bit then I okay I'll go out and see them and the person who's bashed them you know and sit down okay this right we are <laughs> so you know the, the, the details you know, so the person who was bashed is a, a man and the person who did the bashing was a woman right whatever you want to make of that so (laughs) (laughs) so essentially you know from the the woman's point of view moving up fast behind me threat (laughs) right oh yeah I understand that the man's point of view space in front of me don't want to keep people hanging on behind me better move up right (laughs) who's wrong (laughs) 
turns out the, the, the man has all kinds of issues about he's been bashed by women quite a bit apparently <laughs> <laughs> for one reason or another <laughs> so he goes in this kind of traumatic state of you know he's thrown back into this state and then she's got her stuff which of course is also embedded in threat and fear so this this is just like walking behind a person in a food line this this stuff can happen just flying up and nobody's at fault it's just this is you know traumatic conditioning igniting sparking in in a place dedicated to peace (laughs) calm trust compassion and so forth and in a way that's right because when you do that when you go to a place of peace and trust and compassion your personhood starts to dissolve and what is at present is his primary patterns so often it's on the retreat where you go wackiest of all (laughs) 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 because you know the cat <laughs> you kept all your worms in. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, kind of maximum attention to things you think, you know, gracious me, I move past people a thousand times a day and it's not an issue. <laughs> yeah, but we're not at that level. <laughs> so, and it's good to be at that level just to find out what's there because that can be what's informing your personhood to be so strangely defensive so strangely over agitated so strangely just the way I am and you don't know why and it's just curious kind of contradictory sometimes <coughs> contradictory because there are layers of it I was remembering a bit of patterning that when I was a little boy, of course, little boys are quite cute at times. <laughs> <laughs> we look cute <laughs> at times. So I think I, my mother had, you know, lady, women friends, and they'd come round, and these large ladies would pick me up and kind of hold me. You know, you get kind of. These <laughs> <laughs> large female bodies kind of folding over you, so you'd feel a smothered sense. <laughs> so you get that kind of <laughs> trying to get out, this kind of. Yeah. And then a few years later, actually, you want to be enfolded in female bodies. Your testosterone is going one way. And your psychology is kind of <laughs> dithering about it. Thinking, what's you know, what's going on? You know, <laughs> so you can have different two signals could be running more at the same time, which makes me very confusing. So really, to realise you know we're, we're not just one thing. The I am is layered, and ideally, you want to get to the you know the <coughs> lowest layer, layers possible because everything else rises upon that yeah. Yeah, so just not dealing with the surface issues of your thoughts but actually these primary uh, issues yeah. so, because everything else kind of rests upon that initial 
foundation. How am I with the other? How, how does the other sense me? Will they smother me? Will they stifle me? Will they harden against me? Do they expect me something? You know, and just feeling so any of those signals in in one's embodiment. And remember, of course, that you, you, with this process, you have to enter this place where you're activated. You can't, you know, it doesn't work out in theory. You've got to be at that place where it's activated, with enough to be able to hold your own. So it's just at the edge where you, you get that feeling of, ooh, and then actually I'm feeling on the ground, breathing in, breathing out. Okay, you know. <coughs> so that's what essentially uh, releases the pattern by getting to the edge of the pattern or that pattern arising and at the same time you can also feel there's the groundedness and that's what drains the energy of that particular pattern Hmm? (coughs) not by changing it, fixing it, explaining it uh, finding out why um, (laughs) getting over it You don't get over things. You either clear them or you kick a can down the road. <laughs> so it's that particular <coughs> process where, and so we're finding feet on the ground, hands are relaxed, feel my body, it's okay, and feeling activated, and just that's enough. Stay there, letting that process occur. So, what I'd like you to, those of you who are willing, after this perhaps gruesome introduction again it may be absolutely totally cool for you is to form pairs and could be just the person sitting next to you or and perhaps it's easiest to be someone you don't really know so there's no no other pieces in it but it's up to you and if you don't feel you want to do it that's also okay but if you do partner up and it seems so comfortable with a certain so what we'll do is you you say you stand and you can find you know 15, 20 paces between you you just stand again you don't need to have eye contact you can if you want but eye contact is not necessary it can be sometimes too much so just your awareness there's another presence there and I'm here, I'm here, she's there, I'm here, he's there. And then, you know, just to start walking towards each other. Slowly, carefully, <coughs> making sure you've got these fundamental pieces there, your upright axis, sense of the feet, your movement is your own movement, you don't feel rushed. And then you can signal, a simple signal, that means stop, no further. You know, that I'm just processing that. And then this means, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to say, just body language. And just so you walk together. And you can, if you can not say anything, you know, unless you really need to. So if somebody's not getting the signal that you need to say, uh, I mean, stop. Well, that's enough. <laughs> or, and if they still don't get it, then just 
end of exercise. (laughs) So then you can walk together until you feel, you know, like that. Maybe (coughs) here I think you probably feel a bit dominated. If you were the clock. (laughs) 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 And the the, uh, the urn would feel. I think she doesn't. (laughs) Where has she gone? So then just noticing that's a different experience than that. You know, I feel differently what, what's happening. I'm not actually speaking to her. I don't know, I've got no business with her. I neither like nor dislike her. It's just neutral. And this is energy activation. And just staying with that. And it could be that's all there is. It could be anything. You feel you, feel you want to go and hug her. You feel... She wants to hug you, <laughs> you feel anxious, you feel anything, but you don't act upon it, just feel the feeling, feel that the energies move as they move. and just okay. So this way you're just putting a, a moderating item in between perception and activation at a very fundamental level, very basic level. Is that clear? Is it okay? Would you like to do it? <laughs> the, uh, is the signalling simultaneous? So that... <laughs> not, I mean, not from one person. So one person's doing that, other person's doing that. No, if there are two people approaching yeah. each other, is one person doing all the signalling? Both can do the signalling, and this one rules. <laughs> So, um, if you'd like to do that, then find some space outside, and uh, you have about um, um, 30 minutes, which so you can take your time. So do it once, and then freshen up. You know, and do it again, and then just, and then you know, in that time, then just you know, back off and just stand forwards. <coughs> feel what's happening and you can come back and sit in here so your exercise <coughs> might only take 15 minutes but the, the actual that bit it could you know, and then once you finish the, the other 15 minutes it's just kind of assimilating it which you can do out there or in here is that okay but if it, ta- if it takes you half an hour to do that that's fine too okay can, can I just ask one thing are we allowed to talk at all or not no Talk. And um, please don't walk on the lines. <laughs> <laughs> anything else? It just fundamentally can be a, uh, just an understanding of, of energies, body energies, and how your energies interact.